0: Hello, this is Nerd Cage Live, and we just wanted to thank you for listening to this audio-only version of the show. And be sure to subscribe here and over on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash nerdcage live. All right, Nerd Cage Nation. Last night, after Joe and I got off of Twitch, we received the tragic news that former boxer and Oscar-nominated actor Burt Young passed away this hurt a lot but he lived to be 83 and all I'm gonna say is Burt Young rest in peace we miss you Polly. we're gonna miss you God bless and our hearts go out to his friends and family and, and all the Rocky fans that being said you're now about to witness the strength of Geek Knowledge! Hello and welcome! That's right, once again, you are trapped in Nerd Cage Live! This channel is a celebration of all things pop culture, including heavy metal, punk rock, New York hardcore, Dog Eat Dog! I'm your co-host, Jay St. G, Certified Geek, seven days a week, coming to you live from yours truly, the land of anthrax, the land of the orange, the land of Earth Crisis of Syracuse, New York, and always among us. It's our moderator and hammer, stronger than a decombinant SMA, show of Fall One Gaming. Please introduce our guest tonight. Tonight we have the one, the only game Neobor from
1: Doggy Dog.
2: <laughs> hey guys. Thank you for having me back again. Appreciate it and uh, looking forward to a- another good talk with you guys. Absolutely. Oh,
0: yeah. uh, Dave, thanks so much for taking the time off your busy schedule for hanging out with us tonight. Dave is leaving for Europe in a, a couple of days, and the new album drops tomorrow. But before we get all to that, Joe, let's just rip through this real quick. If you haven't already, uh, please check out our uh, live stream last week, Barrel Podcast with Tyler Nichols from Joe Blow. And Joe, last week, live stream.
1: Yes, last week we had Doc Mac from Galloping Ghost Arcade. It was an amazing live stream. Check that out if you haven't already. And we got
0: some videos on YouTube. We'll rip them real quick. MK Energy Drink.
1: Yes, uh, the G Fuel MK11 Energy Drink. Food review with Damoc 99.
0: And speaking of MK One.
1: Yes, our final review of Mortal Kombat One. And as well. our Mortal Kombat 1 story mode playthrough that starts at 2 hours and 38 minutes on our sub channel. Check that out after the stream.
0: Our unboxing as well video. As
1: our unboxing video of the Mortal Kombat 1 collector's edition, which I actually seem to have right here, <laughs> which we are giving away. <laughs> and of course, show tomorrow on Twitch. Yes, tomorrow on Twitch, we will be doing Super Mario Wonder at launch. And on Tuesday. Resident Evil Nemesis. And then, of course,
0: Joe. Thursday's the giveaway. Next week It is with Uncanny Carlos and MK Habit Addict. And a week from Saturday.
1: We will be doing our watch party of Ernest Scared Stupid with Mistress Liliana
0: Lee. And then, of course, November 2nd heather hardy joins the cage yes cannot wait hold on i got that sound effect and of course joe mark your calendar for saturday december 16th
1: yes for cheesy movies for charity too
0: yes all right let's get right into it man uh we had Dave on about a little over a year and a half ago, but lots have happened. Oh yeah. So uh, before we get into the new album and the tour and all that stuff, Dave, uh, I'm assuming you're a fan of Rocky. Uh, how'd you feel, uh, Burt Young? What was your, how, what was your, what's your thoughts on Burt Young, and how much did it, like his work mean to you?
2: Of course, I love Rocky. We have a song called Rocky as well. So uh, I've actually seen the movie so many times, but I, I find, I've watched it on Blu-ray fairly recently as well. And, uh, you know, it's just such a classic movie. Uh, as far as Burt Young, even though I love him as Paulie and Rocky, I love the movie Amityville 2, The Possession. Yes, and that's right! And he played uh, in that. And... I don't know why, but maybe that movie made an even bigger impression on me as a kid. And he was such a nasty father that he—you know—his role, he was just—he was just very convincing in that role. He really scared me as a father uh, figure in that movie. So, uh, and uh, you know, he was at Chiller Theater uh, one time, uh, and we actually spoke to him and, and uh, met him. So, uh, oh, nice! Please yeah. tell tell I, us
0: how 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 was it like meeting him? We'd love to know.
2: It was a really long time ago and it was like in an elevator hi how you doing good you know that was it but it was just like you know hey we're taking a a elevator ride with with paulie so that was just cool (laughs) enough you know oh thanks so much for sharing that yeah i think he's just kind of the guy that he he's just one of those you know guys that he's not going to come off like super friendly right away you gotta you gotta crack that nut a little bit and and yeah. he's got to know who we are a little bit but he he he, he was nice enough to spend the weekend and chiller and meet the fans and and that means a lot
0: absolutely joe i know uh you recently got into the rocky movies when we started covering them last year right here on nerd cage live man how'd you feel about uh poly or Excuse me, Bert yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's
1: definitely a hard loss, but like you said, he lived an amazing life and it should be celebrated. So,
0: Absolutely. you know, Absolutely.
1: celebrate the life, but we will miss him.
0: Yeah, and like I said, 83 is, is, is a good age. Uh, also, I just want to shout out uh, for those who don't remember. He also appeared in a few episodes of The Sopranos and he was great in The Sopranos, but he'll always be remembered as Pauly and my favorite, my all-time favorite line from Pauly was in Rocky Three, where he's going, where Rocky's facing off against Hulk Hogan. He's getting this ass whooped, and Paulie's like, "Yo, Rocco, remember the neighborhood." <laughs> I always love that line. So God bless uh, Burt Young. But, yo, so so tomorrow, if you have any streaming services, or if you or, or you want to buy the vinyl, tomorrow the brand new Dog Eat Dog album, Free Radicals drops tomorrow. Uh, Joe and I had the pleasure of listening to the tracks and we saw those songs perform live over the summer. So I'll just get right into it. I love the album. Um, for those, I'm gonna say this right here right now. For those who are expecting a All Borough Kings Part 2, this is not it, but this is Dog Eat Dog and this is where life is right now for Doggy Dog. This is Doggy Dog with a touch of gray and I friggin love it you got your heavy tracks your punk fuel tracks you got some mellow work like reggae tracks you got some like faith no more funky tracks but you got again there's some heavy goddamn tracks in there um dave please walk us through the process how did this album come the kick came to be uh the, the recording process the, the songs everything let's just 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 go <laughs> the floor is yours. okay
2: so once we decided okay we're going to make a record, we've got a record label now. They're expecting a full-length album from us. We can do this. Let's begin. The first step is all four of us getting into a rehearsal space, a place where we can work, throw around ideas, see what what feels good and you know, you have to you have to walk in the room and bring ideas to the table. So, you know, everybody is allowed to bring a lyric idea, a music idea, you know, just some kind of groove or feel and then we can start working off of that. So that process began in Prague, Czech Republic, Um, just because we were in Europe so much working uh, or playing that we decided it's economic, it it makes more sense economically to stay in Europe and work there. Uh, So we we wrote the record in Prague and then once we had enough material uh, to go in the studio. We went to uh, Switzerland and we started recording the album in Switzerland. So this was all in 2018, 2019, where the, the initial process of writing and recording happened. And unfortunately, that process for us got interrupted by COVID. So unexpectedly, we lost at least a year and a half Uh, of momentum making that record until covid was done and when covid was done uh well it wasn't really even done but when we were allowed to travel back to europe uh we went back and we immediately went back to uh prague and went back into the studio uh rehearsal studio writing 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 and then back to switzerland recording recording and that was just a very long expensive process uh of making this record it was not an easy one it was we weren't a band that had 14 songs written and then went to the studio we kind of made up a lot of it in the studio uh or we put pieces together uh so i i look at this record like a big jigsaw puzzle and we were just putting together a piece here a piece there and the overall process of doing that and then mixing the record was a five-year process and that five-year process ends tomorrow when the world can hear the record
0: wow again congratulations um i'm just gonna name a couple tracks here uh i guess my two my three favorite let up obviously the video that we just played which we will talk about absolutely love and again i i i I can't stop gushing about this song energy rock this is pure heavy eat dog energy rock like this is this is an angry song but it's, it's like ah. and of course um, jokes <laughs> those are my three favorite tracks man um and hey, Joe do you got some favorite tracks on there oh I'm, I'm
1: with you on lit up and energy rock I like both of those they're Absolutely. great <laughs>
0: Absolutely. uh so Dave what 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 tracks are you most proud of or what's what stands out the, uh, the most to you
2: um well originally uh i was really into things like like lit up and never give in because those felt like like traditional doggy dog songs for me um and i felt safe and comfortable with them uh but then when we started getting into like some of the like what we call the mellower songs or the weirder songs i mean we wanted to purposely try different things and uh it's not easy to go against your kind of better judgment and, and do something different. But, you know, it's the only way to really grow as a band and as musicians, if you kind of tread where you, where you fear the most. And, and once those songs were recorded, I fell in love with them. So I know they're not going to be easy for everybody to, to digest yeah. a kind of reggae song or a kind of mellow, Rip hop song, I don't know what you call it, and then and then kind of almost like a a love song uh, at the end with Zamboni. Yeah. Um. But I, I I those songs ended up being the ones that I actually uh, really love now. So uh, I've come a long way because I I wasn't sure about them, but you know the going through the whole process of writing uh, things don't necessarily turn out the way they seem at the beginning. So like I could hear a song like One Thing and be like, that doesn't sound like doggy Dog, but it goes through a long process. And by the time it gets to the end of the studio, it's like, wow, okay, now it sounds like something I never expected. Um, and that journey is, is part of the fun of making music is sometimes you don't know how things are gonna end up. You, you kind of just gotta go along for the ride. So uh, I really love Zamboni. Um, I really love Mean Street, which is the song uh, that features um, Rude Boy from Urban Dance Squad, a band from. Okay, Holland. yeah, yeah. Um, I was
0: wondering whose voice that was. Okay.
2: Yeah, it, he does the second verse, and uh, we've been such huge fans of Urban Dance Squad since the since '89. And uh, you know, when we came to bringing a guest on this record, we felt it was really important to pay tribute to Rude Boy and, and see if he'll do it. And we kind of asked him and asked him and asked him and then finally he gave in and did it. And that song, Mean Street, has like a darker film noir, almost creepy metal uh, song uh, that is something very different than we've ever done. And again, I just didn't see how this is gonna be a song, but you know, when you stick with it and you put all the elements together, you know, it comes up with something very interesting.
0: Uh, not to go off topic, but Joe, can you get that chat from Zombie Victim? Because I think Dave needs to hear this. Uh, he says he loves the Creep Show
1: poster. <laughs> Shout out to uh.
0: Zombie Victim. That's Tyler from Joe Blow. So thank you for being here. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, So guys, you know, in the chat, I, uh... if you guys got any questions for Dave about the new album, if you got questions for Dave any, about horror movies or kaiju movies, by by the way, blast them because because uh, Dave is definitely a, a, a horror fan and a kaiju fan. And
2: we definitely want to talk yeah. about some of those influences in, in your music as well. Yeah, well, it's uh it's it's October, so every yes. day is Halloween. And <laughs> today today I'm I'm repping uh, one of my absolute favorites, Creep Show. I got one of my creep show t-shirts, I got my poster for you in the background. But Creep Show is one of those movies that really encompasses everything about halloween and october and it's got monsters and everything in it it's just it's one of my most influential films in terms of the look of the film and the soundtrack to the film that that it really made me understand cinematography and lighting and analog synth music and that was in 1982 really that movie really changed my life so i pay tribute every year to it and you know today's the day
0: uh, we got another question for our buddy Shade. Uh, Joe, can you, can you, fetch that one?
2: Yeah,
1: he says, uh, what are your go-to movies for the Halloween season?
2: What I usually do is for the first half of the month, I'll just watch whatever's sitting on my horror to watch pile, you know, because I've, I've got these piles of Blu-rays, uh, that I just have to get through. Um, and once, you know, the second half of October hits, I'll usually Go to like the franchise movies like Halloween, or I just watched The Conjuring. I watched nice. Trick or Treat. Um, right now, I'm in the, almost finished with the the uh, Gary Oldman Dracula, giving that one another shot. Um, I tend to watch some of the, the 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 Hammer films, and and you know I try to get creepier and stay with movies that that feel more like Halloween. So uh, it, it's kind of like Generally, the same movies. Dark Knight of the Scarecrow is one of my favorites for the year. Um, I uh, I don't know. I usually just pick pick something that has a has a Halloween theme just to get in the mood. I watched Satan's Little Helper. That was really good. Um, yeah. So right now on my pile, um, I've got Ghost Watch. It was a British TV show that is absolutely frightening. Um, and I've got. Uh, I, I'm gonna watch the original saw movie. I haven't watched that in years and there's a new oh, one fantastic. So I thought hey that'd be a good idea to watch the first one again. It's probably been 10 years since I've watched it So that that kind of stuff, you know, so once November 1st hits I usually am like hard out and I'll I'll switch over to to like non horror movies for the month and, and thin out that pile on the uh, Blu-ray stack
0: There we go. We got, we got more some good more good questions here uh, Joe get that one from zombie victim from Tyler he uh, says, "What is your favorite horror score?"
2: So, Creepshow would definitely be one of them. It's at, at the top, and then I would put the the John Carpenter Halloween one, two, and three, uh, and and pretty much anything John Carpenter does. But but Halloween two, just because it has the more modern synth sound to it, I kind of. gives gives the edge. But the original Halloween is just so beautiful and creepy the way it is. Um, So I would say those two are probably my favorite. But, you know, I jump around and, you know, I listen to The Exorcist just to get scared because that, that, and the... the, uh, the Shining uh, score uh, is amazing. I've got a bootleg and I've got the vinyl, original vinyl. But, uh, you know, I, I got a CD bootleg so I could listen to my car. But uh, the Boogeyman soundtrack of the uh, 1980 film, The Boogeyman, uh, that one always gets me in the mood. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I've got hundreds and hundreds of horror soundtracks to, to choose from. So I'll usually just grab a handful at random, put them in my car and just drive around listening to them.
0: All right, uh, Joe, take take both of these questions at once. Uh, I see Doom and Shay, if you want to combine those two together. All
1: right. Doom says he's late to the party, but he asks if you're into kaiju, of course. And Shay Smithers asks if uh, you're excited for Godzilla minus one.
2: So I love Godzilla movies, of course. I, I don't know everything about the world of kaiju, as you guys had me on the show to talk about it you know i've got a pretty healthy collection but uh there's plenty that i don't know um and the new godzilla movie any new godzilla movie is a cause for celebration especially if it was made in japan uh so i am very very excited to see the new one and luckily being in the area of new jersey that i'm in you know the when a godzilla movie plays it actually you know does hit the theater and i was lucky to see shin godzilla in the theater on a big screen and hopefully then the, the new one will also be released uh uh locally
0: yeah i'm with you on that like i was in syracuse we were lucky enough to get a shin godzilla screening. so i'm hoping that we will get minus one even though i haven't announced officially announced it yet but we're hoping that we're gonna get that minus one i trust me i'm buying tickets so I cannot yeah. wait for minus one. Because, yeah. Again, I'm with you. I'm more on the Japanese side of the Godzilla lore. I didn't, I'm not uh, too big on the monster versus god on the truth. Um, yeah, I
2: mean, I, I'll watch and I'll watch them. And yeah. uh, you know, I, I if I find the Blu-ray for a couple bucks, you know, I'll, it's going in the collection. I love yeah. it. Uh, but uh, you know, the original Japanese Godzilla films are are like what I grew up on as we've we've already talked about in the last one you know Godzilla was kind of like my surrogate father growing up so uh you know it it was very important to me but I haven't even though I've got them all like I don't I don't know every actor's name and every single person that worked on them I'm not you know at that level uh you know even with my favorite horror movies that what what I'm able to remember in my Aging brain these days. I have to write everything down if I'm gonna remember
0: Yes, um, so I won't go back to the album again. So the uh Tell us about the artwork by the way, uh, we have the album cover on on the uh live stream right now. So Okay, crazy. I I love the artwork. So who who did it and how did that uh, uh, how did that come to be?
2: so there's the album and the back cover, which you can't see, but there it is. Nice. Which is basically the backside of the front cover. So, so alien uh, tributes. Alien. Yeah, it's basically somebody uh, exploding from the front with these radicals jumping out of them. So <laughs> the the concept for this album, uh, well, the artist is Marcos Cabrera. He's from Barcelona. Nice. And I, we, we had been playing a show in Greece and there was this flyer for it, and I said to the guys, look at the artwork on this flyer that somebody made, it's really good. And when we were in Greece, somebody introduced me and said, hey, this is the guy, Marcos, who did your your flyer. And I met him and I said, hey, your artwork is incredible. I want you to do our album cover when we eventually make a new album. And I got his info and I, I kept showing people, this is the guy, this is the guy. And luckily, when it came time for artwork, I submitted that as my, my want for the album and nobody else had an artist that they really wanted. So everyone agreed, let's go with Marcos. Okay, so now we know the, we asked them, will you do our album cover? He said, yeah, we'll do it, what do you wanna do? And then John uh, was the one who came up with the title, Three Radicals. And then nice. uh, once we JC. agreed on the, yeah, he came up with it. And once we agreed on the title, we were like, "Well, what's what's the cover gonna be?" And we didn't really know. We we knew what colors we wanted. We knew kind of that we wanted something that was like breaking out or something that was like had energy and movement to it. But we didn't know what was gonna be on it. And that process of figuring out what we want and then working with the artist took months of back and forth. It was a very long process. It started out as a big glob and slowly the glob became pieces and they became characters and then a background and came and it it just went back and forth for months. Uh, And luckily Marcos was extremely patient and he didn't freak out and run screaming which he could have because we were confusing him and we didn't really know what we wanted we just were hoping that it would we would see it and eventually it's it took form and shape and we were like this is what we wanted this is what we wanted and then we finally got the front cover completely done i love it it
0: it, it reminds me of uh because i'm a 90s kid so green jelly like it looks like something that green jelly would come up with. Uh yeah. anybody, uh by totally. the way they're from, they're they're from our yeah. area. They're from Buffalo. We're only 2 hours from Buffalo, but like yeah, so when I and I see that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that looks that totally looks like something that uh, like green jelly would would rock out, you know, or guar. Like, yeah. it's it's, yeah, so, it's we, so rad.
2: Yeah, so we we looked at like old skateboard art and uh 80s kind of uh, BMX art and, and video game art and we, we put together like mood boards so we knew like these are the colors we want that hot pink and and blue and and look like look like a old skateboard uh, art and um, you know the funny part was when we finally got the cover after all those months to have to turn around and say to the artist hey can you do the back cover now? <laughs> <laughs> luckily the back cover was like a one and done like he he nailed it on the first try it was like thank you like you know that was the easy part but uh yeah and uh you've got the middle too so you didn't see uh oh yeah show us yes yeah uh, that's on the,
0: your, yeah, your uh, fa- guys's facebook on the yeah it's your cover photo on facebook yeah right? you've got the
2: credits you know written into there and so you know that's that's your back cover with the so yeah so, uh, yeah, so Mar- marcos came through and it was it was uh it was the cover that i wanted i just wanted energy i wanted something that when you saw it sitting on the shelf you're gonna go what the hell is that you know it's so <laughs> loud <laughs> and so in your face that it you can't miss it and that's all i wanted if we're gonna come back with an album let's make sure people actually see this thing
0: okay so speaking of i just want to say real quick links in the description to everybody Connect with Dog Eat Dog, connect with Dave, I have all the links in there, you can go to the website, you can go to the merch, um, uh, there's two merch stores in there I put in the description, and, uh, if you, if you have Apple, if you have Spotify, uh, Band FM, Bandcamp, all that, the album drops tomorrow if you wanna, if you wanna stream it, but if you wanna pick up the vinyl, you can go to the, uh, the merch website, The links are in the description, everybody, I highly recommend, like I said, um, do what you can to support Dog Eat Dog, let the world know, um uh, let everybody around the world nerd cage nation know new dog eat dog is out check it out again the album drops tomorrow we are excited i'm excited for the world wow. to hear it because like i said joe and i already heard it we're excited just oh, as yeah. excited as you are <laughs> like like this oh, is like, like exciting you. times man um no awesome. jay keep, <laughs> yeah.
1: keep going this is good stuff i i do have to check one thing i'll be right back
0: okay no problem i just i do know where i want to uh, talk about we talked about uh off uh, air uh, so Dave earlier we just now on stream we played the video to lit up, which was the first mm-hmm. single off the uh, of Free Radical." So tell us how that came to be and you also mentioned that you directed the video So please tell us about how the video went down
2: So the label was asking us to release four different singles every three weeks prior to the release of the record and and when we were on Roadrunner back in the day, you know, the, the, the record label would take care of, you know, finding a director for the band and budgeting the video and paying for it. All we had to do was basically show up and act in our own video. But now they were putting the responsibility of the video basically in our hands. If we wanted to make a video, we had to make the video. Um, which is something we were, we've never done before. We were not expecting. I mean, we've, we've worked with other directors and made uh, some videos, but uh, the option, if you didn't want to make a video, was to make a lyric video, which is just images yeah. with the lyrics of a song. And I felt that's just lame. We, we just worked so hard making this record to just cop out and put a lyric video there seems pretty lame. I think Lit Up was worthy of having a real video. So we sat down on a on a Friday night in a group and said, how can we make a video? And by brainstorming, uh, our tour manager, Daniel, uh, is very connected with the um, German wrestling scene. OK, OK. And, he said, "Hey, I know uh, where we could get a location where they, uh, where all the German wrestlers train, and the MMA training facility in Germany. Um, so, okay, we got a location. So, what's the video going to be about?" And then John came up with with an idea uh, about using, you know, these female. Uh, kind of friends of ours in a kind of a workout thing. And we were like, okay, I don't really understand what that means, but we called some people and we found some girls and we found some pro wrestlers that were available that day. And we said, hey, at least we've got some characters and we've got the band and you want to do this thing. And we said, let's do it. So who's directing it? And then everybody looked at me and said, you're directing it. Because <laughs> I've made short films before, uh, I've shot some videos before, so I, I have at least some experience uh, shooting and making uh, a narrative. Uh, so I said, okay, you know, I'll. this is the first thing I've directed in probably 10 years, so let's do it. And you know what? It was like six hours of like sweating our asses off and, and go, 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 next shot, next shot, next shot. I didn't have a script to work with. I didn't, you know, remember every shot in my head, but we got what we needed. And I was so proud that we? we didn't- They're not great. Because we could have easily run scared and gone, you know what, we only have 48 hours. Let's just take the easy road. But we like jumped into the unknown and said, hey, we don't know what we're gonna do, but we're gonna try. And if it fails and it blows up, we lose money, we lose time, and we make a lyric video. But if it doesn't, which it didn't, then it, it, it worked in our favor. And we had a, you know, it's a it's a no-budget video, but it, it came out great. It has energy to it. You know, it, It's funny. And that's all we wanted was just to do something that just to have fun. Uh, yeah. We weren't trying to be serious. And, and you know, it was uh, very cool to be able to have a location and work with these pro wrestlers and everybody was great. And yeah, we all went out to dinner afterwards and had a good fun uh, time. It was just a great day. And then luckily a friend of ours is an editor and he was able to take all that footage and and edit into something great. So uh, it, it worked out. And then as soon as we handed that in, they're like, okay, video number two. You know, so yep. it, it, it 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 was a nonstop process for like almost you know for months of making these videos. But uh, luckily, we, we we managed to make four videos, so they're all up on YouTube, uh, and you can check them out. Uh, yes. One of them was Man's Best Friend, where we had all our friends and fans send in yes. footage of their their dogs, yep. and uh, we created our first like. Yeah, I love my dog. So it was just a it was a funny idea of John's and I thought it was a great idea. And it saved us from having to like all the burden of making the video. We put the burden onto our friends and said, "You make the video."
0: And shout um, out to so our friend yeah. Drew Stone, who who's in the video as well from the New York Hardcore Chronicles. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and speaking of man's best friend, Drew Stone makes a cameo in that video you too. Know? So thank you. Yes, yeah, appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Drew, uh, you know, Drew's
0: been awesome for us. So, and he's he's coming absolutely. back on Dirt Cage in December. So we're we're definitely excited to have him back on.
2: Uh, Great, and yeah. he's responsible for Doggy Dog playing in New York uh, the last couple times, and we you know, appreciate that very much. He's he's keeping our name there, so that means a lot
0: absolutely uh so uh you're getting ready to go uh, tour europe uh, and now is this a headlining run or who else who else are you guys playing with and uh, where are you guys going and uh and are you guys coming back to the states like next year or what, what's in the what's in the
2: works so we're leaving on tuesday and we're going to uh do 20 shows oh, and uh okay. our first our first show is is a like a heavy metal cruise uh, from Copenhagen, Denmark to Oslo, Norway and back, where we're playing on the boat. So we're going to start the tour on a cruise, uh, so that should be fun. And then we're going to come back to the mainland and join up with our support bands, which is uh, Grove Street from the UK, uh, who are really great. You got to check them out if you like thrash, old thrash metal they really capture that sound, and then our great friends in the band Kings Never Die. Yes! who's Dan Nastasi, ex Doggy uh, Dog, Dog yep. and still a great friend of ours. Yep, he's uh, and uh, Larry the Hunter, and and all the rest of the guys. They're all coming uh, and doing all the shows with us. So we're all going to be in a tour bus together for uh, 19 shows with those guys, and that's we're the headliner, and then with the two support. Um, Some of the shows are already sold out. So we know this is going to be a good tour. Congratulations. uh, Thank you. I mean, it it feels great. And and I I think that touring with your friends is one of the best things you can do because, you know, when you wake up every day and you you know the people and you're, you're friends with them, it makes everything you do more fun and just and and just a better experience so i i'm really looking forward to this run it's just going to be grueling because we only have three days off yeah and so it's yeah. it's just show after show six in a row
0: now are, are these places you've been to before or is this going to be your first time or I, I or and what what place like what what place part of europe are you most looking forward to going to
2: So uh, this tour is mostly major cities, so we'll be in like Germany, we'll be in like Cologne, in Munich, Berlin, Hamburg. So these are cities we play a lot. Uh, Some of the clubs are are new clubs that weren't there before that we're going to be playing for the first time. Uh, But the cities themselves, the other cities we're playing are like Vienna and Prague and Frankfurt. And uh, we're going to be going back to France. Uh, we're going to be playing in, um, in in Poland and Hungary. We're in Budapest as well. So, like the all all great places. So, like when you look at the dates of the tour, they're just places that we, we pack every time we go in, in terms yes. of the city. So there's just it, it's very uh, it, it's very likely that it's going to be a great tour and packed every night. Nice.
0: yes and uh also uh what a great time for dog eat dog to be back and what a great time biohazards back um yes i was at the reunion show at the um uh oh my gosh where was it um it wasn't the bowery it was uh it was near the
2: bowery oh my god what
0: the hell was that what was that, that venue in new york there
2: irving plaza yes
0: irving plaza thank you i was at the i was at the sunday matinee irving plaza show oh my god i'm so glad evan's back um so it's just cool that lightning in the bottle biohazard's back they got a new album coming out soon you guys are like doing your thing again like like it's great to yeah. be a new york hardcore fan right now like
2: yeah. like for real like and I, I
0: discovered you guys around the same time i d- discovered biohazard like and I, and I was a late bloomer but yeah so like it's just it's just it's just awesome right now that like all of this is happening at the same same goddamn time.
2: Yeah, we just did two shows with Biohazard in Poland, one in Krakow, Krakow, and one in Warsaw, and they were packed shows. And like sitting with those guys, like in the backstage, and like eating dinner with them again, and being like, you know what, it's like like old times again, you know. And then the shows were just so good, the energy was so good that it really did feel like. We just went back in time, 25 years. And uh, I hope that we can meet up with them again and do some more shows. Uh, because Doggy Dog and Biohazard just work together. I don't know why, but the bands have always complemented each other very well. And, and uh, I, I'm hoping to see more. And same with Life of Agony, like playing with those guys. Yes, again. yep. You know, it's just, it, it feels good when bands from the 90s who, who were friends back then and played together and people, they we changed people's lives in a certain way. Like, you know, and, and to still be doing it and still feel good about it, that's a blessing. So I, I feel really good about watching a lot of the old school bands, Agnostic Front and Sick of It All as well, still making people happy, yeah. still getting along as a band, you know, all of that is, is really important. And, you know, there's a lot of new music out. I don't know it all, but man, when I hear one of the old bands, you know, I never get tired of it.
0: Yes. By the way, uh, I see uh, Drew Stone chiming in from Facebook. Uh, he says, he says, my people, fellas, uh, thank you so much, Drew, for tuning in. I see you, Drew.
2: <laughs> Love <laughs> um, you, Drew. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, like I said, I just mentioned, Drew's coming back uh, in December. Uh, we're going to be talking like more movies and stuff. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, now, is now is there, are there, I don't know if you're allowed to talk about it or not, are, are there shows booked for next year? Are you guys going to be playing any US, uh, U.S. shows, any East Coast shows or West Coast shows in, in the U.S. next year?
2: Nothing's booked, but we already have plans to do, like, a spring follow-up tour. So, like, nice. imagine a part two of the tour we're about to start. So, it'll be another, you know, long run, try to hit... UK this time or 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 maybe some some cities that we missed some countries that we missed we really want to put in maximum promotion for this record so we're not going to just put it out do one tour and say goodbye like we're going to push this thing um as far as the US goes we definitely want to do a New Jersey show and another New York show and if we can fit in maybe a Philly show and a DC show, like we could probably turn it into like a four or five day run uh, in the States and then fly back to Europe and maybe start the second European tour. So, you know, we're, we're hoping to maybe start playing again in March, uh, latest April, but March, April, I think you're going to see doggy dog fire back up again and at least doing something uh, Northeast. Wonderful.
0: I, I promise you, me and Joe will be at one of those shows. I promise you. We'll be on our toes. Uh, we'll I be ready. You. We'll be ready. Also, I gotta point this out, man, because we're going into 2024 in a couple of months. But all borough Kings will be 30. Allboro yeah. Kings <laughs> is gonna be 30 next year, man. Like.
2: Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. So that's another thing that we have on our calendar is like even though we wanna promote Free radicals, we can't forget that our album is having its thirtieth anniversary. So we'll probably do like a free radicals run and then we'll probably do like an Alboro Kings thirty year anniversary run to kind of break it up a little bit. But our first priority is the new album. Yeah. So you know, the first half of twenty-four is still gonna be promoting this, but I on the second half, on the back half summer festivals, maybe another little summer club run or, or fall club run, uh, we're definitely gonna be playing Allboro King songs again, for sure.
0: Awesome, awesome. I was ho- I was hoping you'd yes. say that. I, really... yeah.
2: <laughs> I just, yeah, we're not like, gonna forget well, about I'm that. Here. So, I mean, it's, so, a, it's a milestone.
0: So basically, 2024 is the year of the dog.
2: <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah, it's definitely I mean, we packed. Got, we
0: got Free Radicals and Allboro Kings turning 30 next year. Like, this is it's the year of the yeah. dog, man. I'm here for it. Yeah
2: absolutely thank you i love Um, it thank you
0: i also um real quick we're getting close to the to nine o'clock here and i've i figured we'll we'll hit this real quick uh you got some solo material you just put out uh if you want to just delve in that real quick
2: so you know i i i kind of started this path of like analog synth soundtrack music starting in around uh, 2017 uh, when I started working for the comic book company, Ivan Press doing their Lucio Fulci zombie comic. And then I did their bottom feeder. And, uh, once I started doing that, I thought now is the perfect time to like record a solo record, something that's not a soundtrack, but something that's completely mine. Uh, and even though it sounds like soundtrack, uh, music to some degree, that album was called retro Inferno. And this album is out on Cadaver Records. It's uh, distributed by Mondo. So if you go to the Mondo website, they still have a few red copies available. Yeah, it's incredible. And uh, once I finished that album, I uh, recorded a follow-up, a a four-song EP called Star Feels. And that comes out a week from tomorrow, coincidentally. And uh, it's four songs that are all synthwave. There's not, it's all synthesizer 100%. Um, and there are more songs. They're not really soundtrack uh, songs, but it does have some cinematic feel to some of it. Um, and one song has vocals on it. So uh, it's my first solo song with vocals uh, as well. So that, uh, if, you're, if you're interested in synth music, uh, you could go to my Spotify uh, page it's Dave Niebuhr, and you could hear Retro Inferno and the zombie stuff for now uh S- Starfields comes out the 27th it'll be on Spotify and vinyl uh on the 27th
0: well congratulations uh, absolutely congratulations on all these releases man and uh it's it's Thank just you. it's you know being a f- fan of uh of your work and you know just seeing your career just like you know explode right now it's just it's it's just awesome to see it just, it just gives, me a, gives me gives me feels
2: i appreciate i appreciate it so much and i feel like as a musician when it rains it pours yeah. and this year has been an incredible year with opportunities that are coming my way and albums coming out i i mean in 24 i've got two more solo records coming out so uh, you know, not only am I still doing this, but like, uh, I'm now working uh, for this comic book company and they're churning out a lot of books and they need music for them. So I've, I've got a, a new steady gig with the comic book company. So I'm really excited about just being involved with so much. And, and not only that, but uh, this month also, just to plug it, I was a guest uh, bass player on a band called Patriarchs in Black. Nice. which is dan lorenzo from hades and Nonfiction, and then johnny kelly from danzig and typo negative oh yes
0: i yeah I, I know john kelly yep yep uh,
2: yes yeah so i saw him play with
0: um uh with sal aprescado's band a uh, pale horse named death uh like a decade right. ago um right shout out to sal by the way cool dude um you know i'm a fan of his work I love too. Him. yeah 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 so, so if-
2: if you like uh, Johnny Kelly and uh, the singer Carl from uh, Corrosion Conformity Blind Record, yeah, uh, and I'm the bass player, so it's it's like a it's Johnny Kelly and Dan Lorenzo with different singers and different bass players. But oh, I cool. uh, rec- I recorded two songs and the album's out now. It's called My Veneration, and I'm it's an incredible stoner. Doom rock, but it's got way more elements than that, uh, and it's getting incredible reviews. I'm really proud to be a part of that as well. So again, just another little something that I'm doing. I'm always keeping busy. Right now, Doggy Dog is the, my yeah. top priority as always, and you know I'm gonna be you know working hard uh, promoting Doggy Dog. But you know my solo work is is just it's it's more personal, and mm-hmm. I don't expect those two. Uh, bands to cross over, but it, it's it'd be nice if if somebody discovered it through Doggy Dog or or vice versa. Somebody maybe liked my synth music but didn't realize I had a rock band. So you know, yeah. I'm kind of they're just working together. You never know.
0: And again, I'm just going to point out, man, Doggy Dog like it gets it gets me through life, gets me through work, gets me through the gym. So like it's always it's always good to hear. and Now we have new Doggy Dog music, guys. So now I have more music to delve into and. And again, like I said, right. uh, again, I, I just, I just want to praise you again. I, I absolutely, Energy Rock is absolutely my favorite track on that album. Um,
2: well, and like I, I said, I we, we were lucky enough to catch.
0: Shout out to Drew Stone. We were lucky enough to catch. Me and Joe caught you at the, um, at the Bowery over the summer back in July, and it was cool. We got to hang out after the show, but man, we got Joe. That was a great goddamn show. We needed that. It sure. was,
2: yeah yes it it was a good vibe in the room it it was just so many good friends there it was just a you know i i still appreciate when you know there's these great shows where you could stand out on the street and hang out with everybody and then everybody goes in and watches the band and then everybody comes back out on the street and has a beer or a smoke or whatever it's just it was just it was a it's just a great community and what drew has put together on those sunday shows it's a wonderful thing and it's it's keeping a scene alive and new york needs that scene so I'm, yes. I'm i'm very proud to to play there and to be you know a little part of that scene as well
0: all right so everybody nerd kj and everybody in the chat the bar is closing so if you guys have any last minute questions for dave right if it's on the dog eat dog or solo stuff or any horror or kaiju questions blast them out now I do have a question going way off topic, but I got, I had, I didn't get to ask, I did not get to ask you this last time you were on the show, so I'm going to ask it now. Um, I am a diehard Wu-Tang Clan fan. Uh, let's go back to, I believe, the second album, uh, "Play Games." Yeah. The track uh, "Step Up." RZA. Step right in. Step right, step in. Step, right in. step right in. How how did you guys get RZA to? to to do that track with you guys i'd love to know please tell me to start how it was it like working with Riza
2: so the way that it, it happened was uh we shared the same lawyer as oh okay the riza so our lawyer contacted the Riza and said "Dougie, Doug, you know want to write a song we want to work with you uh and the RZA was interested in it. He, he was like, cool, I mean, we had to pay him. He didn't do it out of the kindness of his heart, but he certainly got a nice little paycheck. But we, he showed up to the studio and we were there to work. Like we were there to write a song. So like we were prepared as a band. We had been there for a couple hours before he got there, getting our groove together, getting our tempo together, getting like a kind of basic structure of a, of a song. And then he showed up and he was really friendly totally nice hey cool him and john kind of powwow together and started yeah. throwing some lyrics around and you know that it just it, it's it built and built and built and you know it, it from what i remember was a very kind of easy process uh, of putting a song together it, it all kind of came together as it should have like professionals working together you know and he's a pro and he 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 was friendly. I mean, I, I remember sitting in the control room, just kind of chit chatting. And you know, it, it's like, what do you say to this guy? Like, you know, it's like, hey, we like yes. you. You're cool. <laughs> no, you know, we're just talking about like, what did you do today? You had a black eye. I mean, he got in a fight. <laughs> he drank two bottles of wine. He was definitely fucked up. Um, but you know, it was. I was just in awe the whole time. And one of my favorite things about that. No one's ever heard it, but there's this thing that we call the woo dog and prior to recording he just picked up a mic and started rapping over us jamming nice. for like 20 minutes straight and i got that recording oh. and it's absolutely incredible uh it's oh, never been. will that public.
0: ever see the light of day no ah, I, of day. I can't do that to us yeah the world's There's gotta hear it
2: It's the kind of thing, if I could ever remember to find it, I could play it for anybody, but I can't put it out there uh, permanently. But it... it, I I understand.
0: I I, I understand. I I get it. Record Labels Lawyer,
2: I get it. Yeah, because it it was was would. I
0: would would sacrifice my left nut to listen to it.
2: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. For you in the future, I'll make sure I've got a copy of it when I see you next time. And we'll take a listen to it. (laughs) <laughs> and you can talk about it all you want i just can't put it out but basically okay. <laughs> it's it's actually really funny uh because the rizza is is making up some rhymes that are really laugh out loud funny uh so that's what i that i like that woo dog even better than the, the final song to be honest with you oh, it's, it's okay. hysterical and i so, gotta do
0: I, I gotta do a shameless plug i got since we brought Tang clan joe i gotta bring up a, a shameless plug get yourself a Nerd Cage Life Shaolin Style T-shirt. Um, don't let the RZA's lawyer see this, but yes, uh, it's available in our team public. <laughs> in fact, if I if I recall, I actually gave one of these shirts to to JC. So, um, yeah. I, I've seen yeah.
2: him wear it. He wore it on stage. And what? For sure. He wore it on oh, yeah. stage. Oh yeah. Oh dude. There's a, there's some pictures nice. of him in Europe wearing it. I oh saw dude, him.
0: no fucking yeah. way. I gotta yeah. see these pictures. Uh, I did not know. And, uh, you, you, you got the kaiju, uh, actually, I got it right oh, yeah. here. The, I got it right here. Hold on. Sorry, I'm flipping through the shirts right now. Uh, uh, wow. Where the hell was it? Uh, I got it, Joe. Don't worry. I got it. It's just buried <laughs> in here among all the other t-shirts. Got it. Got it. Uh, the kaiju shirt. Yeah. Uh, legendary, ch- yeah. uh, kaiju shirt. Um... So yeah, 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 go to, our, go to our puppet guys, it. we have uh, designs, we have more designs on the way, uh, you know, we go from small, all the way to 5XL, so if you're skinny, booty color, fat, fuck it, don't matter, big or small, we love them all, get yourself a nerd cage live t-shirt, you're going to love the way you look, I guarantee it, so yeah, no, but the fact that you guys are rocking that shit on stage, oh my god, like,
2: oh, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> well, we appreciate you guys, and your enthusiasm, your support, that means a lot, and if we can give back, we're going to.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, Dave, well, we definitely got to have you back again. So, uh, maybe some, you know, we'll, we'll talk. I got. I do have a off-air question I have to ask when we get off-air. I do have one question for you off-air. We'll talk about it in a minute here. Uh, Joe, do you got any last-minute questions here before we call the night?
1: Uh, drawing a blank. <laughs> I think we covered a lot tonight.
0: <laughs> yes. Again, uh, uh, I'll, you, just, I'll just plug in your stuff again, uh, Dave. One last time, please link in the description to everybody. Connect with Doggy Dog. Connect there with Dave. The Instagram. There's the website. There is the Spotify. There's the uh, whatever you stream music, Amazon, Apple, Bandcamp, uh, FM. Like we have all the links in the description there. There's two different merch stores for Dog Eat Dog. Uh, check those out. You can get the new album in vinyl. You can uh, get a get a hat. Get a T-shirt. Uh, I mean, I, I, got, I got my uh, Allboro Kings hat right here. Uh, you got hoodies. Yeah, so check out Doggy Dog merch. Support this band. They're great people. Uh, they're dear friends of ours. We're always happy to have them on. Uh, Joe, let's let's plug in our stuff real quick. So if you haven't already, uh, the Joe Blow Show. Joe, go.
1: Yes, check out the live stream with Tyler Nichols from Joe Blow Horror Originals. Yep, and we also have them in podcast form as well, as well as last week's show. Yes, with Doc Mac of Galloping Ghost Arcade.
0: Yes, again, available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. And we got some videos out, starting with Energy.
1: Yes, our uh, food review of the MK11 G Fuel Energy Drink with Tabmok99. As well as? The final review for for Mortal Kombat 1.
0: And podcast format. As well, as well
1: as the story mode playthrough that we have on our sub-channel. Start at 2 hours and 38 minutes.
0: And our unboxing...
1: Yes, of the Mortal Kombat 1 Collector's Edition, which we
0: are giving away. And let me just interrupt real quick, guys. If you haven't entered the Mortal Kombat 1 giveaway Collector's Edition giveaway contest, you have till Tuesday to enter. I'm not taking any entries after Tuesday. You have till Tuesday to enter because we are going to give it away on Thursday. But before we get to that, Joe, tomorrow on Twitch...
1: Yes, tomorrow,
0: Super Mario Wonder at launch. Yes! Join us. Uh, we're we're gonna go 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. We're gonna play this game until we beat it, and then Joe Tuesday.
1: Tuesday we go back to Resident Evil Nemesis.
0: And then next week from tonight, guys.
1: Yes, is our giveaway uh, live stream with Uncanny Carlos and MK Habit Addict.
0: And of course, she was made especially in the laboratory for us, guys. But uh, <laughs> week from Saturday, guys.
1: Yes, our watch party of Ernest Scared Stupid with Mistress Leanna Lee. Yes,
0: I cannot wait to watch Ernest Scared Stupid with Leanna Lee. That's going to be a blast. And then finally, Thursday, November 2nd, Joe. Yes,
1: Heather Hardy enters the cage. Oh, my <laughs> God.
0: She's absolutely my favorite boxer, my favorite female athlete. I can't believe she's coming on the show. But, yeah, that'll be Thursday, November 2nd. And then finally, Joe, mark counters for Saturday, December 16th, starting at noon.
1: Yes, for cheesy movies for charity,
0: too. Yes, we're going to be raising money for St. Jude that day as we watch terrible movies starting with Double Dragon. Fuck you, Joe. Uh, Samurai Cop, <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, Batman 1966, and Moonfall. As we watch these terrible movies on your behalf to raise money for St. Jude, and if we raise $2,000, I will cut my hair off. We can do it, Joe, well, right? We can do it. All right, that being said,
1: Joe, plug in social media. All right, if you want to get us on Twitter or Instagram, both handles are at nerd underscore cage. Our link to our Discord is in the description. Become a member there as well. And our Facebook discussion group that is Nerd Cage Nation. We love everything you guys put up there. No spoilers, no politics, and for God's sakes, keep it civil.
0: Also, uh, shout out to my mother in the chat. Uh, Martha St. G is in the chat. Thank you for tuning in, mom. I love you very much. I'm a proud mama's boy. And uh, thank you for always having my back. And thank you for tuning in. Um, but yeah, uh, this was fantastic. Uh, Dave, before we go, uh, do you have a message for our fans, a message to Nerd Cage Nation before we go?
2: Just keep doing what you do, supporting things that you love and be passionate that's what's gotten me through my whole life is my passion for things what i if i love movies or music you just follow that passion you meet other people who share that passion and what you guys are doing is bringing people together and that's what i believe in so i appreciate both of you thank you so much for having me here and you know looking forward to seeing you on the outside as well
0: absolutely we'll, we that. we'll be on our toes we'll be ready we'll be in the game. we'll be rocking the, we'll be rocking the new album everywhere we go uh we can't wait to see you guys perform again uh again t- uh, 2023 2024 is going to be the year of the dog and we are here for it that being said everybody we previously asked you to like comment subscribe ring that bell and spread that shit like new york hardcore baby so the usa from yours truly syracuse new york to all of our friends and fans of the world a world at nerd Cage live and dog eat dog as always enjoy life stay safe eat your vegetables do your push-ups go to the gym Listen to hardcore. Listen to metal. Listen to rock. Listen to dog eat dog. And good night, everybody.
1: Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time. Tell everyone you know about Nerdcage
0: CAGE LIED! <laughs>